Millennials are grossly underestimated. Their jobs aren't their whole world. They have options, they have the internet. Job satisfaction and strength of relationships, there ain't no app for that. Education is not a mechanical system, it's a human system. Any kind of work that's on some level predictable, then that's gonna be susceptible to artificial intelligence and, and machine learning. And that job, where you go to a building and you stay there 40 hours, and then you do that again for 40 years and then you retire, that's gone. Technology magnifies our leverage and increases our creativity. Stay hungry, stay foolish. Please wait as your individualized operating system is initiated. This is the Powerful Nonsense Podcast, guiding you through the madness of modern life. Now, here are your hosts, Wayne Ingram and Jem Yildiz. Sup, Powerful Nonsenseurs? Hello. We have returned to your ear holes in what sounds like a very windy day all of a sudden. It is very windy. Like a hit record and the wind's like... <clears throat> must, be, the must be my lentil um, shepherd's pie I had last night. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I'm going to apologise in advance. Uh, I am very sleepy this morning uh, when we're recording. In fact, I overslept, uh, so my brain isn't at full. It's opt- becoming a common occurrence, Wayne. I'm burning the candle at both ends, man. And not even in a work hard, play hard, just in a work hard your, your candle is being thoroughly blowtorched by the yeah. <laughs> sounds of things. Right. <laughs> Completely. So I had to double caffeinate Wayne. I gave him two teas today. Usually the one gets him going. I think he's just about getting through his second. Just, so just hopefully, now. there you go. Take it in. <sighs> there you go. So hopefully we're going to have Wayne at full form, highly caffeinated, ready to go. Yeah. This is why I do wish I was addicted to coffee because tea isn't quite well, I am on my second coffee and I'm already itching my face, so it's worrying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, basically, if any bollocks henceforth from my mouth, uh, that's because I'm tired. That's my excuse and I'm sticking with it. Um, but we got some cool articles we want to discuss today. Um, so I think we'll just dive right in. I am, Jem Yildiz. I thought you was going to skip it, so I thought I'd probably No, I was going to skip it, but there was just no flow there. That's not how you, that's not how you do it, Jem. Go on then, show us how it's done. For those of you joining us for the first time, I am Wayne Ingram. And I am Jem Yildiz. There you go, that's it. You're listening, you've got to preface it with... You're listening to the Powerful Nons podcast, the uh, millennial podcast. That's right. There you go, just wanted to introduce any new listeners. Yeah, but you can't just come in and be like, I'm Jem Yildiz. <laughs> just to throw it <laughs> out no there. There's no flow. Just throwing it out there. Okay. Hey, break the rules. We've rules been doing are meant it to be broken. That's that. Tweeted that yesterday, actually. Did you? Yeah. That's yeah. so cliche, that is. I know, right? How many likes did you get or tweets or retweets? Uh, well, or? actually, it was a, it was a, somebody had commented on something that I tweeted out. Um, and then that initial tweet had got quite a few, well, for me, quite a few likes. No retweets, though, which kind of bugs me. Maybe because it's <laughs> as a been... Social media, as a social media Twitter person, like, a like kind of bugs me sometimes. Oh, it's like, you know, it's I'm not like, that... You like it, but you don't like it enough to share it. <laughs> it's kind of like, I appreciate your effort. But we, yeah. that, it wasn't good it's enough. It's almost pitiful, isn't it? It like, is. You almost go, you know, yeah. It's almost like going, ah. You tweeted. Yeah. It's like acknowledgement. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> nice effort, Wayne. Maybe next time. But it's not good enough for them to put their name to it and be like, yeah, I like this. <laughs> that's it, exactly. It's, it's a private like. It's like, I like it, but I'm not going to tell anyone. Just a little pat on the back. A social pat <laughs> on the back. Good effort. <laughs> well done, you. You tried. <laughs> <laughs> next time, don't copy and paste off quotes.com. <laughs> hey. 
I didn't. <laughs> you remember that one. Good one. So what's the first article? Own. It was my own. It was my own. Lovely. Right, so as I was saying before, so rudely interrupted by people just with name Tourette's. Jamie <laughs> <laughs> <Gemmy> Otis. <laughs> um, we got a few articles that we want to talk about today. Um, some really interesting stuff that I think is going to spark some good conversation. Some heavy debate. Some, I don't know if it's going to be debate because I feel like we might be in mostly in agreement, but I think yeah, it true. certainly might cause the odd, uh, the odd rant on my part. I am tired, so yeah, I'm much more likely to rant. So we'll dive right in with the first one, which is, um, well, basically a hotel has banned bloggers and influencers <laughs> from their hotel, right? Which is in, in of itself kind of like a but how it's got there, I think, is is very interesting um, and certainly one to spark conversation. And apparently you were saying, because uh, I hadn't heard this, but apparently you were saying this story kind of went viral. It did. So basically there was this Instagram girl called Ellie Darby. Darby. And um, she got about 76,000 Instagram followers at the time. I think she got about 80 something on YouTube. And she basically had, she's like any other social media influencer, they get sent a lot. Could you go through those numbers again? So she's got 76,000 Instagram followers and 87,000 YouTube. Which, again, is a point of debate. Did you think it was going to be like a lot more? Yes. Exactly. Which is why the person got kind of annoyed. So, like, my little sister's on about those sort of numbers. I don't think she would be making the huge request that this girl was doing. Yeah. But ultimately, this girl's one of these Instagram influencers and she's, again, a lot of these influencers, even at that level, it's usually a full-time job. They are making quite good money from it. But I think what happened here is maybe she, uh, well, to be honest, she has been given quite a lot of stuff for free. So Let, before we, before we kind of break it down, it, yeah. just, just what happened? She requested to stay in a luxury hotel in Dublin for four nights with her boyfriend and she wanted it completely for free just so and, and in return, she was going to do a few posts on her Instagram about how lovely the place was. That's the kind of it in a nutshell. They came back and they said, are you having a laugh? How the hell are we going to pay our staff? We can't pay them with love and kindness or with, I don't know, nothing. So they kind of then wrote this really sort of sarcastic um, email back to her. And she got highly offended by what they said. And she felt hurt and... Basically, that's what happened. And basically, this this um, hotel have now put out there saying, look, we're banning all entitled Instagram influencers. We can't pay our bills based on your couple of stories. But that's where there's a whole debate to have and to kind of yeah. break down this whole idea about value proposition. I think this girl came in saying, look, Universal Studios gave me a hotel for a day and maybe they have the budget to kind of let a random person here and there to actually go along. But actually... I think these small business, especially, they they have to really think about their numbers, what that costs yeah. them, and maybe they haven't got that sort of leeway to do stuff like that. I feel there are several layers to this, and this yeah. could actually this could take up the whole episode. So if we don't get to another article, we'll save it for another another episode because I feel like there's so many stages to this, and so many of did they react right? Did they do this right? That that there's loads to talk about. So first of all, let's go back to her numbers. Yeah. Right. So this is an an influencer in the really, frankly, bottom of the pile influencer level. 
Yeah. She's influencer enough that she can be, she can call herself an influencer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like and the a YouTuber, uh, but like she's way above like where I'm at. She's like, like a celebrity, get me out of there in that sort of those random people. They've not even at that level. No, she's not at that level. She's nowhere near that level. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like they put those people are like the bottom of the kind of celebrity. Oh, thing. I see what you're saying. And then she's like layers below that. She's like, she's like Z list YouTuber influencer level. With with not even hitting six figures on yeah. her social media, stuff. yeah. Like I don't think you're a big influencer, yeah. Until you're in the six figure level, then mm-hmm. you then I think you're like okay, yes, now I am an influencer. She's kind of like a emerging influencer, right? Micro, yeah. Like all respect to people that that's, are on that yeah, level, it's, it's still, still very impressive. You're still going to be making some money. That's still going to be. Yeah. I know my little sister does it on those sort of right. numbers. So, so yeah, it's still something as you as you said, it could be your full time job. It's still impressive, and actually, you know, well done if you are at that level because you've fucking worked hard and you've achieved and well fucking done. But you're certainly not at a huge level. Was it four days or seven days? Four days, eight four days. to the twelve. So. She then goes to a hotel and says, essentially, because I have really, in the grand scheme of things, a okay number of followers, you're going to give me a stay in a hotel, the whole stay. Completely free. Completely free. For two of us, not just me. Because (laughs) I can take some photos and some videos of us in the hotel. And the thing is, the thing I want to say as well, it's all about positioning as well, because who knows, this girl, I don't know what kind of content she creates. Maybe it's makeup tutorials. Maybe she only talks about shoes. But if on the other hand, she had been someone who actually reviews hotels and is known and maybe had that sort of number and all her videos were based around these hotels that she visits and she does Mm -hmm. these reviews in an amazing way, a bit like Chicken Connoisseur, he goes around chicken shops. If she was known for being the go-to person in the hotel space and she could back it up with case studies and she could say, look, even if I managed to convert this many of my followers, that's going to pay you back 10 times what this stay is. But it was kind of this sort of naivety and just, look, I've got a few followers. I think it works for me and you should give me it for free. I think the problem is she's kind of gone in there, not really, which again, it kind of relates to anybody who's doing business or she's she's saying to herself, I'm a business. Then you've got to understand your actual um clients needs and okay it's nice for you to stay in a hotel but have you considered what's in it for them and where the roi is for them it wasn't like leading with hey i stayed in universal studios last year and i can prove or i know that from my followers at least or i've got tweets about five people who told me they went and visited after i'd been and so i can clearly define that actually i have sent you enough people because probably for universal they're like all right stay a couple of days if you can send me five people we've made our money back and mm-hmm. got a couple more people in there so it's this idea that i think a lot of time people are always thinking on okay what's in it for me but actually the only way to kind of really show your value is by showing that you bring value to the client and that's the only way that you're going to kind of solidly solidly get these things. That's why people send you a lipstick to try out as an influencer because it costs them probably like 50p to make and if, if 10 people buy it, they're, they're good. Uh-huh. It gets awareness out there. The thing that frustrates me most about this is actually her taking the stance of, yeah, but I'm a business. And... <laughs> Clearly behaving like somebody that has no clue about business whatsoever. To go to another business and say, I'm a business, therefore free stuff, is (laughs) ludicrous. It's outrageous. It's audacious to the max. 
And I just think her stance, her defensive stance of, yeah, but I'm a business, blah, 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 which, okay, yeah, I'm paraphrasing what she said. I'm probably being a little bit unfair, but it just frustrates me that that's her defense, that because that it's okay because she's a business. And it's like, well, if you, if you had the business acumen that you are implying that you have, you would understand that you certainly don't go in to another business and go, Give me all this stuff for free because free advertising. Mm-hmm. When when your numbers are not significant, your the numbers. Let's let's assume, let's assume, okay, that you're looking at ten percent of people actually engaging with the stuff that you've put out there, which I don't think is an mm-hmm. outrageous number. So we're looking at eighty-seven thousand people on YouTube. So ten percent of those would be. 8, I don't even know if it was, she was going to make a video on YouTube. I don't know. Maybe she well, let's did. Assume, yeah, yeah, let's yeah. assume that that's the case, right? So uh, so 10% of that would be 8,700 people. Then assume that 10% of those people that actually engage with it then actually go on to actually click through and look at the hotel. So you're looking at uh, 870 people. Mm-hmm. Then assume that 10% of those... Mm-hmm. are going to actually maybe book a room. Mm-hmm. That's like eight eight people. Mm-hmm. Sure, you get a little bit of a return, but what, is it, it enough to justify... 87 people? 870, did you go down to and then 10% of that? Oh, yeah. Sorry, yeah. 87. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, that is that is different, but I suppose. the way I would even break that down, even granular, is think that she's got to think, okay, how many of her followers are based in the UK and are likely to travel to Dublin? Or are well, they based in true. Dublin? Because that percentage is probably what that's they're interested true. in. I thought about that. Because I know my little sister, of her followers, 50% are based in the States. So that instantly cuts it in half because not many people are going to come all the way from the States no, to Dublin. True. Whereas very maybe true. if you live in London or the UK, you'll take a flight there. So that instantly cuts it down. And so you'll see as it gets more and more granular that your window of opportunity for actual it's people so to come to that place and visit it and bring that company money is going to be very small. The the only, like I said earlier, the only positive I take from this is that the fact that the story's gone viral and actually I think a lot... They've of, made more from yeah. saying no to her. Yeah, and I think that's... Saying yes. And I think a lot of people have this, I'm sure there's hundreds of people going to work every day who are flicking through those Instagrammers on YouTube, or on YouTube, on Instagram, flicking through, seeing these people's lives who look amazing and think, oh my God, you've got it so perfect. I wish I had your life. Oh, I got this free bag sent to me. I got... Um, I'm staying in this hotel free. And then they're thinking, you know what? I'm happy that this hotel come along and kind of said, you know what? F off because I'm not giving you what you want. I can imagine that actually to a lot of people who maybe saw this or read this article thought, you know what? I like the stand of that hotel. They ain't taking any mm-hmm. shit. And you know what? If I was going to Dublin, I would like to go there and high five the guy for not giving these little, these people who have got everything already, something else for free. So this kind of leads quite nicely into one of the other points that I wanted to make. And one of the questions that I kind of wanted to ask, which was, <clears throat> does this really highlight just how uh, bad the whole influencer thing has got in terms of people doing it for the wrong reasons, people wanting to show too much of this glamour and glitz of being an influencer and 
actually how toxic the whole influencer thing's becoming already. Well, I think like Gary Vee talks a lot about it now, everybody wants to be an influencer. The problem with everybody wanting to be an, an influencer, maybe getting to these levels of statistics is that it's not as hard nowadays. And I think a lot of people are knowing how to game and can get to these numbers. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it means that a lot of people then the only influence that raise to the top are the ones who actually take it serious and have that business head. So I generally do think it's definitely got a bit out of hand. But at the same time, I give props to any influencer who's maybe even got 20,000, but has actually niched down enough and understands that, you know what, I know that my 20,000 will bring more value to your business because I know I only care about peanut butter and you're a peanut butter business and that's all I post about. Therefore, yes, respect you because you fought it through. If you're just another meme channel or you're just another girl who does makeup or just another I don't know you've got to have this extra layer to you now and I think that you've got to be wise enough that yes you're an influencer in you have a lot of followers but at the same time that doesn't entitle you to get what you want whenever you want it has to be very business mind it has to be focused everybody wants to be a fitness instagrammer but actually is there a niche within that and i think that's where you have to be clever and a bit more granular and i think that's where people will get the most reward and i think it takes you like i've seen like i i've, I've worked with influencers myself and there's certain influencers that i i see and they will send over like these sheets that kind of break down um where their where their followers are um how responsive their followers are They'll have click-through rates if they can click through on stories. They'll have um, what fields or what brands they have actually like been uh, related to or who they've worked with. And so actually what they're doing is actually being a lot cleverer and saying, you know what, this is where I shine and this is where your business could get some reward. And they actually don't always, and I know from my little sister, like sometimes maybe it's trials where you give something for free. She could have just said, look, give me one day for free and the rest I'll pay for instantly. I'm pretty sure she would have a better response. And actually then she could have proved, you know what? Do you remember when I came for that one day? That was valuable. Me and my boyfriend are coming back next year. Can we go for the four? Yeah, not a problem because you brought us 10 clients. And so it's this idea that again, like you said, it's about thinking about the other person as well. If you're a business, think about, be put yourself in the business's um, shoes and say, okay, how will I, what will I need to see to prove that we both are winning in this? And I think what happened is it came across as a win-lose. And so until you can get to that point, then you can't really have your social following as a business. Yes. But I want to go back to um, this idea about the influencer market as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, because the she, it's clear she completely misstepped and she overstepped the mark. She completely misunderstood her value. She completely misunderstood um, what the business can get out of it, and really only thought about herself getting a free weekend in a luxury hotel with her boyfriend. Uh, basically, it was a. It's it's clear that that was the intent. I it was. I don't think it was ever really about. Um, and maybe I'm being completely unfair, but. I don't think it was ever about marketing to marketing for that business. I think it was got, never about I that. I think she got a quick win in Orlando and got that for yes. free and thought, okay, if I got that for free, then everybody else should give exactly. me it for free. Exactly. And I I think that we're now getting to a point where this influencer thing is A, doing very bad things for the millennial brand because it's creating because there are so many millennial influencers, it's creating this this air of entitlement because I can get deals here and there because influencer. Um, and I, and I think that actually for a lot of people, the draw to being an influencer is not actually about the influence 
at all. And actually, I think for a significant amount of people, and I'm talking in very broad strokes and generalized statements, obviously, but I think for a lot of people that have the ambition to be an influencer, it's about the glamour, the glitz, it's about the Instagram, look at how wonderful my life is, look at all the free stuff I'm getting, I'm not going to have to spend money on that stuff, and... And all of that, that kind of... It's like the millennial dream. It is. It is. It's the mille- That is the perfect term for it. The millennial dream. It's you don't like, work. You get stuff sent for you for free. You eat in nice places. I don't you work. Social- I get to be creative. I, I get to be social for a living. And just so long as I film it, that's all I've got to do. And millennials do that anyway. They film shit and, and post it on, on social media. So basically, I get to have fun for a living. And I get free stuff as well. Like... And I feel like we've got to that point now where it's like the point of being an influencer has got so lost in this. Like, for all intents and purposes, we are influencers. We've never asked for free stuff from anyone, ever. But please send us free stuff. I mean, yeah, please do. But we've never asked for it. We've never requested it because that's not the goal for us. Like, we've done this podcast for four years every week. Well, I mean, we record every couple of weeks, but pretty much every week an episode has gone out and we've never we've never asked for anything other than reviews <laughs> because the goal for us is not about the material gain. It's not about the um, glamour and glitz of it. I mean, we sat in your living room on your sofa in front of your computer with some sound equipment. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, sure, when the glamour and glitz stuff does happen, we'll lap it up. But we've never gone to anyone it's going, not the well, point. we've got a podcast, we can, so we can X, talk y, and about Z, yeah. you, so please give us this stuff. Because that's not the goal. And I think that's the problem here. The intent was completely wrong on her part. It was completely self-centred. It wasn't thinking about the other business whatsoever. It was purely, oh, it'd be really nice if we go to a really like, glamorous hotel for Valentine's. Let's see what I can do because I'm an influencer and I've got all these numbers on my followers. And it's it is quite. And again, I'm going to say it again. Maybe I'm being unfair, (laughs) but I just think it's quite ugly. And I think I think it's becoming an epidemic. I agree. Do you reckon we're going to get a video from her? This is my response to. (laughs) Do you know what? Please go ahead. And I would happily. Do you know what? This is an open invitation. I would happily invite her to in, be interviewed on the podcast. If she's listening to this and she's like, how dare he, please, open invitation. I'd love for us to chat to you and hear your perspective because I feel like it'd be a great conversation and I feel like you could tell your story and there'd be an opportunity for a bit of debate and maybe, I don't know, maybe we might wake something up in each other. I don't know. Yeah, well, the so good, that's an open invitation. The good thing is, like she says, she's a business. She's only a young person. She's 22. Sure, yeah. And she's managed to build out this channel. And actually, she's obviously done well in other areas. And complete respect to her for that. Absolutely. Yeah. And so actually, what might be interesting for us to speak to, because I imagine there's a lot of people out there. How many of your friends are like, oh, I'm going to make a channel for my dog, or I'm going to, even yourself or your acting need to do it. Maybe is there a way we can give some sort of pointers for people who are maybe going down the influencer route and then maybe route did i say route you did say route oh my god i've been listening to too many american podcasts that's crazy yeah dang and um yeah maybe just some things that people if they want to get into this what they should not do like the kind of i don't know uh maybe i don't know if uh i mean 
I don't know if I have enough knowledge or know how to be able to talk about that side of things in the mechanical sense. I mean, I have a f- philosophical view, <clears throat> which is it's got to be for the right reasons, essentially. You know, if you're going to do it for, as I say, the material gain and for selfish reasons, then ultimately it's going to come back to bite you eventually, as it has uh, for Ellie. L. Um, it's come back to bite her because the the intention, I think, was particularly clear. Well, I'm pretty sure she's probably got a whole lot more followers and YouTube video watchers now because of this. So Most definitely. Most definitely. Before, because I mean, this has taken up the whole episode. I think it's a good one because I think that this is, I think the influencers nowadays, like we said, is the millennial dream. And I think it's yeah. sometimes good to kind of debunk what actually happens or what makes a good influence, what doesn't. Not that we are saying it, but it's just kind of business acumen in that sense. Yeah. If you are going to be an influencer, you are saying that you are an asset your reach is an asset and so you have to kind of treat it in the exact same way as a business and maybe yeah her response was a little bit like obviously she's felt personally attacked because of what they've uh-huh. said but she hasn't then again with business it's not so much not saying you don't be emotional but you are looking at the value prop and I think that's what she missed and obviously she's seen that as like a a dig to her ego which mm-hmm. is why she's got hurt I want to ask about you ask your opinion on the other side though the hotel. Yeah. Were the hotel out of order, number one, in the way that they responded? Not necessarily in their decline of the quote-unquote offer, um, but the way, the tone in which they responded. Do you know what? If we know the Irish... <laughs> That's very true. We've been to Dublin enough times. And we, 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 we were speaking just the other episode about getting things misconstrued over, like, text. Yeah. And I could imagine if that person come, was chatting to you in person in Ireland, it would probably be in jest and not actually as probably rude as they were saying, but they That's were probably like, you're taking true. a fucking piss. <laughs> <laughs> it would be along those lines of kind of playful, are you having a laugh? Yeah. And obviously it looks very offensive, but I could imagine yes. like... The answer's no. <laughs> when when we, yeah, P.S. the answer's no. When we went to uh, to Ireland and I went and we went to a flipping like, what was it, that meaty pub? And I was like, you got any veggie <laughs> options? And I got totally mugged off. And he was like, you're in, in the, yeah, place, I think yeah, you're in the wrong place, mate. There's, there, there's the door. And you're like, that you could take that. If that was, like, imagine I sent an email asking, do you do any veggie options? And they said that back to me. Yeah. I could get well, offended. Well, I've got a question for you. If we're going to give you a week for four days free in our hotel, how the fuck are we going to pay our staff? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which actually is a hilarious way of looking at it. <laughs> and so I think in some ways that I think maybe they weren't being as harsh. They were just being honest in a playful way. And maybe obviously the, the whole media picked up on it. And obviously it's something that at the moment the whole millennials entitled it fits perfectly into that millennial narrative Mm. so actually no i don't think they were too harsh but at the same time maybe they didn't explore what values she could have bring like so who Mm. knows maybe she could have been a really solid like maybe actually 20 or 30 percent of her actual audience is based in dublin and actually she's from dublin which i don't have a clue she is i don't think she is she doesn't sound like it yeah so she's probably not but that's what i'm saying but she could have moved to dublin now lives there and actually she's got a lot of followers and a lot of influence in that area Uh we just don't know and so maybe they could have been a bit too rash and kind of too quickly in there. And actually she could have brought value, but maybe they just saw straight through it and was like, yeah, you're taking a piss in the Irish fashion. Fuck off. Yeah. I feel like they might have, uh, 
it, she might have just caught them on a bad day. Or that. Maybe loads of people were just asking for discounts that day, and she was the straw that broke the camel's back. Exactly, exactly. It's like, for fuck's sake, <laughs> another one. <laughs> yeah, so, I don't know. I, I just think it was a, yeah, a bit of an interesting one, but... It's, it's opened up a good debate, and I think it's probably both of them have come out happy from it. So yeah, but her not so much because she's practically crying in her response video. Mm. But but do, okay, so so now so we've done her offer, their reaction. I want to talk about her reaction. What her reaction? Her there? reaction. That's worse because now that's like I've been but her, and now I'm just going to show how. How poor little old me, me and my boyfriend won't get to stay in a luxury hotel. I feel offended. If you're a business, you can't really get offended. If your customers don't come in, you can't get offended. Like, you don't say, oh, this is out of order on me. This is okay. I didn't do my job well enough for some reason to get them on the same page as me. So, like, all right, it might do good for you getting a few. You've Your ego's it's like, been... It's like owning a shop and every person that walks past your shop and doesn't walk in the door. Yeah. You go to the door, you pop your head out and you go, oi! <laughs> you yeah you, or you cry about it. you just start crying as they walk past like why like come on the shelves are nice stuff like that but so oh, i was losing my train of thought sorry sorry about that yeah well now oh, you're gonna have to jump no, in my, now it was my you, fault you just stole my, my you stole my sorry. train of thought but no like as you, you can't as you were saying you can't get offended if somebody yes. doesn't take you up on your value proposition yeah because at the end of the day that's business. My, my thought point popped back now. So my thought was like her putting that second video up as like the reaction video to be mugged off is like she's her ego has been hurt. She's hoping that she's going to put this video out and all her hardcore followers are going to tell her how out of all that person is and how she did the right thing that is their loss. Mm -hmm. And so it kind of is like a little comfort blanket to put out that response. Everybody's going to tell her, oh, don't worry. You're better than that. You're better than them. It probably wasn't worth it anyway. You and your boyfriend deserve a better. So... Again, and I think that's how the whole YouTube community works. It's reaction to this. You made that video. I'm going to make this response video. And so... But again, like it makes this, it makes her look worse and it makes, for the grander scheme of things, millennials look worse, right? Because yeah. now this viral video has gone out about this 22-year-old, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, 22-year-old YouTuber, influencer, whatever, who's crying because she couldn't get a free stay at a luxury hotel for four days. Like, what the fuck? Like, it's horrible. Yeah. It's horrible. It's like, how? I don't... <laughs> We're coming to the end, so I think I'm just going to put some final thoughts okay. out there. My final thoughts are, number one, if you're going to be an influencer, treat it as a business. Don't get too personal about it and get hurt when someone says no to you. In any kind of business, you're going to get a lot of no's. You just work around them. The other thing is always understand what value you're bringing to the other person. If you want to extract some value, whether it's a free hotel, it's money, you need to know why what you're offering is worth to the other person, what it's worth to the other person. I think we've done an episode on value proposition. I'll have to look into it. Maybe if we, we haven't. We probably should. If we haven't, we probably should. So those are like the main things of business. What's the ROI for the customer? Don't always think about what's in it for you. Always put those shoes on and kind of think, okay, does this look like a good deal for them? That's ultimately it, really. Okay, so I've got some final thoughts. Go on. Okay. So, first of all, if you're going to be audacious enough to ask for freebies, then at least do it in a, much in kind of what you said, I suppose, at least do it in a sensible way. At the end of the day, when it comes to business, the, the goal for anyone is always more money. That's the goal of a business. Whether you agree with that or not, 
That is the goal of a business. Their goal is to make the shareholders or the people that own the business richer than they were before they started the business. That's the goal. So if you're going to go in offering or asking for handouts, then you have to understand on a mechanical level how that handout is going to equate to them having more money rather than losing money. Second of all, if you plan on being an influencer, do it for the fucking right reasons, for Boom. goodness sake. Yeah, because stop being all fucking, but my Instagram will look fucking great because you'll look like a twat. And that's <laughs> all I have to say. Oh, and also, if somebody turns around to you and says, that freebie that you asked for, sorry, no. Don't get all pissy about it and whiny and go on fucking, this is one thing that's really bugging me at the moment. Going on Twitter and seeing people that, all their Twitter feed is now is tagging brands that have upset them because their delivery came a day late and tweeting about how horrendous that service is. I actually saw somebody tweet about, and this outraged me. Well, not outraged me. That's probably a bit. Fin- finishing the episode on a nice high. Yeah. <laughs> Outrage is probably the wrong word. But it was like, <sighs> somebody tweeted about how dare, <laughs> don't go to Asda on a Sunday because... Uh, they refuse to serve you before 10 o'clock and the staff will stand around watching you, right? That's what they tweeted. What they didn't understand was the fact that actually they're legally not allowed to serve before 10 a.m. I used to work in retail. They legally were not, are not allowed to serve before 10 a.m. They're allowed to open their shop and you're allowed to browse, but they cannot sell you anything before 10 a.m. on a Sunday. But instead of actually talking to a member of staff there and asking what the situation was, they took to social media and ranted and... Made themselves look like twice. Did you jump in there? No, because I was like, I can't be asked. <laughs> there you go. I should have done, but I was like, no, I'm not going to start that storm so and be that guy. There you go. Powerful nonsense. Helping you out if you're out there on a Sunday. Just stop bitching about stuff that you don't get, that you're not entitled to. So basically, on this week, Millennial Brand has been put down. Uh, yeah, and I, I feel... It upsets me because I'm like, I feel like me and you are trying to do... <laughs> The millennial brand, <laughs> a good thing, right? And kind of being like, look, you got to work hard. you got to do this. you got to do that. We're not entitled, as, as everybody says that we are. And we constantly talk, take articles where people are talking about entitled millennials and going, yeah, but are we really being entitled? And, and we work hard to make sure that the millennials understand how it should be, right? So we're not going to be taking any photos with those Gucci bags we rented out and all the cash that I took out of my bank just to take <laughs> the pictures. Is that what you're saying, Wayne? They're off. Well, I mean, we'll take the photos, but then we'll save them for another time. Okay, cool. Yeah. (laughs) But, like, I feel like we work hard to kind of do good for the millennial brand in some way, shape, or form, in whatever little way we can. And this, for me, I'm just like, can't defend it. Just cannot defend it. It was outrageous. There you go. But, again, I'm going to put the invitation out there. If she wants to come on the podcast, I will happily have her on oh, and God. happily discuss with her. Ding, ding, ding. No, <laughs> no, no I mean, no, no. I would. And, yeah, yeah. and I would be, I've done my rant. I've got it off my chest. I'd be totally respectful and I'd be open to hearing and debating with her, her side of the story. I really would. Cool. Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. I thought we were going to get out of there without me having a rant there, but I just couldn't, I couldn't can't help it. It's couldn't just, help myself. I'm sorry. You've got to be yourself, Wayne. You've got to be yourself. Tea. Oh, it's, no, almost. It's a bit cold. Um, if you have any thoughts on this, I would love to know. If you want to tell me to stop ranting, because I've been on a, quite a rant, 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 rantage. You've been on a like, rantage like, like crazy. A ranting rampage, a rantage for the last few. That's episodes. a nice hashtag, isn't it? Rantage. Yeah, I think so. I put that on a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Hashtag rantage. <laughs> um, 
so yeah, so if you have any thoughts on this, please do get in touch. Uh, Twitter is good at pn underscore podcast. Uh, Instagram's good at powerful underscore nonsense. Or email. I'm Wayne at powerfulnonsense.com. Gem is gem at powerfulnonsense.com, spelt C E M. So thanks very much for tuning in, and we shall catch you next time. See you later.